Hey, yo, what it do? This your boy Lil Rahezy. Shout out to my homie Epic. You're listening to Introducing Epic Show. You did? Because everything that my homie do is epic. You did? Let's get it. Rahezy.
Introducing Epic Show. You're now listening to a very epic show, and I got a very special guest on here with me. Once y'all introduce yourself, Rashad. Yes, I'm here. This is Rashad Shad D'Amato. How are y'all? And you know who I am, son. Be the lioness. Well, well, Rashad don't know who you is. Introduce yourself. How you doing, Rashad? I'm fan to be the lioness. Hi, what's going on? I'm good. How are you? I'm good and you. What you got going on? Man, set up here in um, the Maryland area. I had DC Fashion Week last night, the grand finale show at the um, Embassy of France in DC. So I'm out here just chilling and enjoying this rainy day. Oh, wow. That's epic for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I the DMV area. I live in D.C. Yeah, I live I live in Hampton um, in the 757, but I drove up here to D.C. for D.C. Fashion Week. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So, Rashad, tell the world what you got coming up. Um, we got a few shows coming up. I'll be in Richmond October the 18th. If I'm not mistaken, that's a Friday. There's a fashion show up there that I'm going to be a part of. I have another one on the 19th and the 757. And then on the 26th, which is the last Saturday of the month, is going to be at the Slover Library um, in Norfolk. I got a show coming up. And then I've already booked about six other shows for November through February of 2020. Okay. Okay. Not to mention, hey, everybody keep your eyes out and your ears open because... Virginia Fashion Week is going to be in November, and it's going to be at the Norva this year. It's going to be huge, absolutely huge. You got um, someone coming from Project Runway, designers from the DMV area, and all over the U.S. Yeah, that's that's pretty dope, man. I'm proud of you. I see you doing your thing. I see um, your Instagram been blowing up and stuff. Uh, I see it. Absolutely. Make sure y'all follow Shad the Model, S-H-A-D. T-H-E motto on IG. You got Twitter and Snap. You can follow me. Um, it's not as, Oh, I'm going to go follow um, Let me see. It's not as professional as I want it to be, but I'm going to change the name. It's Mr. Put It Down 04 on Snap and Twitter. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Is Mr. Still Your Good? So now, happy to be here, of course. <laughs> so, so I'm Rashad, glad to be on here. Fashion week, I mean, fashion show that was on. I have absolutely epic. 
absolutely epic. Yes. Rihanna is a fashion icon within herself. It's just, it's amazing. I would love to work with Rihanna. Rhi, if you're listening, put me on. I'm ready. <laughs> me and you. Yeah. Whenever. You know what? All right. You hear that, Rhi? Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay. so, tell me how you feel about the model industry today. Personally, the model industry is so, it's, it's, to me, it's kind of one-sided because it generates so much towards females, but everybody loves males. So it's like, come on, you got to get the men. It needs to be more men designers in these fashion shows. When it comes to like Fashion Week, DC Fashion Week, we have quite a few men designers. However, it needs to be more men designers out here that's willing to participate because all you're doing is expanding your brand. I totally agree. At the end of the day. Any fashion show you hear of, if you are a male designer, exactly. you sign up for it. Most definitely. There's plenty of um, men models, and as a black male model, out there, uh-huh. there's plenty of work for us when we have designers. Most definitely. Most definitely. You know what? And I was now, I can mention, I don't know if you heard about that Zillia Banks situation when she was dogging Rihanna. And she was talking about big girls, too. So it's, it's not a, enough diversity in the industry, in the model. Azalea, personally, Azalea Banks is one of those people who say stuff for attention. Yeah, I most definitely. I feel like she's an under, I'm not going to lie to you, she's definitely an underrated um, artist for me because she's a hell of a rock. She is a extreme lyrically. Azalea Banks has it, but her, she let her image and how how vocal she is kill her career. Most if definitely. she just shut up and do what she got to do, she can go about her way. And everybody will respect her then, but a lot of people don't respect her because she says a lot of, she talks out of the side of her neck a lot. Yes. That's so, a I, mean, I mean, it's a lot of female rappers out, but definitely, she could definitely be one of the, one of the best for real. Her lyric is, if you ever listen to her and actually listen to her album, her lyrics is definitely official, but she just needs to, she needs to vote, use her platform for something different. Yeah, because it's definitely overshadowing her whole career, her whole music career. I definitely absolutely. We are always our own worst enemy, and she is a and she is a prime example of that. She's her own worst enemy. Me personally, exactly. I have to listen to her shit still, but because of how she is. Y'all should listen to her 1991 album. I think it's titled 1991. That album is fire for real. I think about it. <laughs> you should. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna send it to you. Don't worry about thinking about it. I'm gonna send it to you. All you gotta do is click on it. I'll probably look into it. Okay. I, I give it. I'll give it a shout. I'll give it a shout. I love music. I like. It. I like listening to music and stuff. I just wish. I like. I like artists to use their platform for something positive, like Most J Cole, definitely. like Chance the Rapper. Drake, even Drake, Drake out here doing right, exactly. all day. Everybody be, everybody got comments about how emotional he is, but it's nothing wrong with being an emotional male. Like we are, like men can't be, um, can't tap their emotional side. But then you want a man when you're in a relationship to be emotional, but you only want him emotional when it benefits you. Come on now, it can't be a double standard there. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree. Chicken noodles. So now. Tell me, who yeah. is your favorite designer that you work with so far? Ah, uh, 
That's a tough one. All the all the all the all the lines that I've walked for, whether it's reckless out of uh Hampton or well, excuse me, out of the seven five seven or even men's warehouse. I had a show Saturday night, the Virginia Beach Town Center fashion show. This is the second year I've done it. And that show was just completely epic. Um that was Saturday okay. night and then I hit the road, drove up here to DC to prepare for a Sunday show, which was amazing. Um, Aramade was an amazing line that I watched for. That was the line. If you want my Instagram, I have on a suit. I tagged the designer to it. Okay. So definitely check out the suits. They make men and women's clothing. And then I um, also watched for Ray Vincent clothing. He does a African type thing. His clothing is fire. Absolute fire. Check my oh. out. Shout out the model. You'll see all the pics from the show. You'll see upcoming pics because I got about at least 60 pics I got to post, but I'm going to post them sparingly throughout the week. Okay, okay. Exactly. That's what's up. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. That's real nice. So, you got any other like upcoming things coming out? Like Every, Everything I'm doing right now, um, between, from now until February, is within the D.C., in the Virginia area, but I've done like hair shows in North Carolina. I've traveled. Okay. I've traveled <laughs> so you gotta invite places. me. Listen, you gotta invite look, me. Check out, out, check out, check out. Let the me biggest, come out. I think one of the best shows is gonna be the show in Richmond on the 18th. Um, and I'll I'll get you the details on the location. And then okay. after that, it's gonna be the 26th. Them two shows, especially the 26th at the Slover Library. Uh-huh. If you've never been to the Slover Library in Norfolk, you're missing out, yo. That library, the architectural structure is amazing. The oh, show oh. that we done um, for Men's Fashion Week earlier this year, the runway was the staircase. It's a double staircase about oh, that's it, though. 25 stairs, a platform, and then another 25 stairs. That was our runway. That's so real, it's definitely though. something to look forward to. <laughs> I got the Harvey Gala, which is gonna the Harvey Harvey Gala, which is gonna be February the eighth at the Clover Library, um, twenty twenty. That one I'm really looking forward to. Last year it was an amazing show. She had I'm talking about something to put VA on the map was definitely this show right here. She had acrobatic um, people hanging from the ceiling. It was absolutely amazing. That sounds very amazing. Ooh. Yeah, it definitely sounds something. Very it was very epic. epic, if I say so myself. It was. Epic. I love watching the Olympic stuff. So she has the best. All right. So, do you have any tips <laughs> for any upcoming models that's trying to pursue this career, this path? Man, follow your dream. Don't ever feel like everybody feels like um, at a place because I've even felt this way. Oh, I'm 33 now. I'm getting a little older. But look, no matter what, it's always. Uh, avenue for you. You gotta look at it. a lot of people their careers later in life, whether it's modeling, whether it's acting. That's something that I'm very passionate about. Modeling, I, um, I'm tapping into acting. I have a actually a, um, a commercial shoot that I'm doing next Sunday at the Slover Library in Norfolk for a, um, this lady that has a brand up and coming. And she's doing a commercial shoot and a model shoot for it on that Sunday. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Main thing is to follow your dream. Never give up. Because at the end of the day, it don't, black don't crack. So I'm okay. <laughs> a lot of people are like, yo, you, you're definitely. <laughs> you write about uh, that too, baby. I look no, long. I'm a whole 33 years old and still chasing my dream out here doing right. it. I'm a whole 32-year-old. Ain't nothing wrong with well, I'm the youngest in here. I'm it got a fire track that's trending. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. You got you got to look at Two Chainz. Two Chainz is all of forty something years old before he dropped his first album. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he out here all I want for hey, my birthday. You know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so now we're gonna play a little game. All right. It's called Would You Rather. And you have like one second to respond to these questions. Half a second. Dang, one second? That's kind of quick. But all right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. One all right, second. would you rather fight a bear with your bare hands or, or a wolf with your bare hands? A wolf. Okay. Would you rather eat Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Would you okay? Now this one's crazy. Would you rather oh. uh, eat a dirty asshole or eat a dirty dick? Uh, is there another option? No, I'm gonna say eat a dick. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with eat a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather drink Fanta or would you rather drink Crush? Fanta. Okay. Okay. McDonald's or Wendy's? Wendy's. <laughs> then you get more sauces, which are not. Okay. Yes, I love me some Wendy. Chris Brown. You get more Cardi. Song. Yes, you do. Cardi B. <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> nah, Cardi B. Cool. Or Cardi, Chris, Mom. I love Chris Brown, but I'm gonna have to go with Cardi B. I rather. Okay. Okay. Now. Sorry, offset. Look, sorry, offset. I'm gonna have to go for your girl. <laughs> Listen. It's Mr. Still your girl. You know what? Check out the IG, you'll know why. <laughs> if you Google me, you might know why too. Uh, Alright, one more. Google. Missy Elliott or Eve? Missy. Hands down. Sorry, Eve. I love Eve. Don't get it twisted. Hey. But Missy Elliott, I mean throw it back. I feel like Missy Elliott is doing so much more praise than what she gets in yes, the industry. I told Period. you. Than what they giving her. Missy Elliott mm-hmm. is like the queen in the industry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. I mean, like, you know, I don't be twerking or nothing, but she you know so <laughs> <better. laughs> I mean, Missy always brings great music to dance to. Like, fire. Like, she's Just like, straight she's fire. Hip-hop. Exactly. Like, Dude, I feel like she's the hip-hop. only hip-hop artist that's currently out right now, truly. Like, you know what I'm saying? They give that dance vibe, like, like most of these artists, no disrespect, but it's just more twerking than anything else. You know what I'm saying? It's well, not- I, I got somebody else for you then. Okay. Who definitely gives you a dance vibe, and that is definitely being like I feel like the industry has kind of shunned away from shunned her. Is Sierra? Oh yeah, most definitely. Sierra, hands down. Hell yeah. Since she was since she had eight girls on the wall grinding into an invisible pole. Uh huh. Listen, Sierra has been doing oh, it for yeah. years. Yeah. It's, it's just like, yo, I just love hearing her music. I love seeing her perform. I love seeing her video. She always gives you an amazing visual. Most definitely. Yes. She reminds me oh, well, of yeah. me. Uh, she got a, a lot different, of well, a different level. Her career, she did get a lot of downfall because people was mm-hmm. um, comparing her to Aaliyah. So, I, I mean, I don't really look at her um, close to Aaliyah, but I do see the similarities. But, I see the similarities. I feel like what we get so caught up 
on as a um, society is always trying to compare exactly. artists. Let each individual artist be their own person exactly. and stop trying to compare them to the next person. We do it with female rappers. That's how that whole Lil' Kim um, and Eve and Lil' Kim and Foxy and Lil' Kim and Nicki and Nicki and everybody mm-hmm. get started because you're always trying to compare it. Every person feel like they can be the only one doing it. We all can win. Mm-hmm. There's enough money out here for all of us to win. Most stop definitely. Hating. Most definitely. And you, you know, actually, you know who yeah, else, else, else that's kind of, I mean, she's been out for a few years. Uh, uh, don't quote me. I don't know how many years, but maybe five years. But she doesn't get the shine that she deserves. I don't know if it's her team, but she brings a killer performance. Tanaje. Okay. Tanaje. I, I, I see that. I'm telling you, she could be the next big thing. Like, if you see her music videos, her performances, her energy, like, most people don't know that Tanaje is a 100% dancer as well. And she got some vocals. Like, I want to see something new from Tiana Taylor. Oh, yeah. Actually, she just dropped something. Um, Tiana Taylor. Absolutely, her. I lo- first. I love her and her husband, Iman Shumpert, the old Cleveland Cavalier. Because I'm a, I'm a Cleveland boy. I'm definitely a Cleveland boy. Oh yeah, I love him. I moved to VA ten years ago when I was older. Oh, I'm, I'm so what part you And I graduated Carol. from East Technical High School. All right. <laughs> yep. All day. And if it, everybody don't know what a scarab is, it is a. I um, got a lander ancient, on the on the ancient Egyptian cockroach. However, mm-hmm. they were used for, as royalty. Mm-hmm. They were a sign of royalty. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Um, and exactly. we sucked you from the inside out, <laughs> But yeah, definitely um, graduated from Cleveland, graduated, went to high school and college um, in Cleveland. Then in my adult life, decided to move out of the city, moved to Virginia. Um, but yeah, Me too. like Iman Shumper yep. and Tiana Taylor, I love their relationship. The dynamics of their relationship is just beautiful. It's a pure definition of black love. It reminds me of Remy and um, Papu. Because I love their relationship. Jada and Weo. Yep, yep. I mean, it I is. go on. With a few others, but you know, just to point out a yeah, we it's the is that oh yeah, out a few of Jay-Z my and yes, uh. Jay Z and Beyonce and you Rihanna <laughs> is my top favorite artist right now. Like seriously, they bring so much to the industry. It's unbelievable. Not only Missy Elliott and Timberland. Timberland, come on, Timberland, I, I need him to come back out strong like he did. But no, he's still he's Timberland still, is still doing his producer beats. shit. Like yeah. a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna make doing yeah, he's making beats, making them beats and everything else. And you will as an artist. You just gotta have a fire ass artist to present your stuff the right way. Yeah, like man. a lot of people sleep on Pharrell Williams, and he by far is one of the most talented people in the industry. Most what definitely. he did for Virginia last year with the something in the water tour was epic guess what yes. they're doing it again this upcoming year in 2020 if you didn't go to something in the water last year you need yes, to clear yeah. your schedule because <laughs> as, as of what i'm hearing they're running it from april the 20th to april 26th yeah for us that in 2020 see what you need to tell the people is hold up you know hey, what hey <laughs> but the good thing for that is, if you're a va <laughs> resident you get to buy your tickets in october they don't go on sale to the public till november okay okay so if you need your tickets, go ahead and hit. Oh, me, okay. I got that VA license. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, well, I need that VA license yes. ticket. You hear me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Run me my I ticket now. I'm trying to look that shit up. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, like, I feel like Timberland and I feel like Timberland's that shit, to be honest. Like, I miss Timberland, Missy Elliott, and Aaliyah Davis. And they try to do, they try to bring that back with Tink. I mean, it didn't really go too well. She's a she's a whole different type of artist. You know who Tink right. is, right? All, all artists is their own individual. Exactly. They might, they might have they idolize behind. Yes, they are. But at the end of the day, they are their own person. We gotta take their music and respect their talent Most for who definitely. they are and stop trying to compare them. And she so. has a very positive message about her. I don't know if you listen to Tink's music, but she definitely uplift black women exactly i got a question for y'all because this is something that a few uh me and my friends were debating and i've heard a lot of different feedback from different people about it how do y'all feel about the, i don't know if you watch it, the show girls crew with little kim girls oh yeah a I remember it. I haven't thing watched. They didn't like about it. It was the fact that it was no drama. That it was so. It was a positive type thing. To me, we need to have drama-free shows. At the end of the day, I actually watched that show, um, episode for episode, every single week. Watched it. I thought it was pretty cool to see Chili outside of her element. Maya, good seeing her, letting her hair down, being a whole person, open up about different things. Mm-hmm. You got B. Simone with her fine ass. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got Pretty B with her fine ass. Ha-ha. They yes. were just being people. They were opening up and showing people that even though these people are successful, and even though they are getting their careers, the um, B. Simone and Pretty V, getting their careers off the ground, they are still people at the end of the day, same people with insecurities and doubts and everything else may have went through bullying at the end of the day they are doing it now yeah i've seen a few episodes of that it's a pretty dope show chili like honestly because i love i've been seeing i've been looking at chili lately um it's been a while since i've been paying attention to her but she that lady is so talented like she's talented she's humble like she is she's humble And them baby and them baby hairs be on fleet every day. Uh, <laughs> I will talk about Chili. I mean, tell me about it. Chili <laughs> baby hairs stay on fleet. Mm-hmm. Yo, I got a question they though. Stay on fleet. Now this, like, I, I was thinking this when I was watching this show. Do you think if Aaliyah was still alive, do you think she would be part of that um, girls crew? Aaliyah would have definitely been part of the girls crew. Yes. And no lie, I would. She probably would have been like sitting at the table, like me. Um, excuse me, not Mia. Um, Missy Elliott up there, most definitely, because her and Missy super cool. Of like that would have been the person I wanted. You got a trophy. Mm-hmm. That would have been person. Sorry, we breaking up a little bit. <laughs> yes, we are a good show um Kim to have and I mean they did a lot of fun stuff they did you know they went to Trinidad um, okay so that it was a 
yeah in front of that and they got to experience all of that that's something that we look at these artists and i realize that they have the same problems that we do where that they get so consumed with work that they're not enjoying their success and that was yeah. the one thing that they kept saying like yo out of all these years of making we just lost and making lost money line. Maya's main thing was like, yo, I realized that I'm not, I don't have female friends. I realized that I don't go on trips. She grew up and she was the only female, but mm-hmm. she's surrounded by brothers, so she didn't do that type of stuff. And now that she made it big, she still wasn't being able to enjoy her royalties, enjoy her money the way she really wants to. Like, yeah, yeah, money isn't everything. However, money does make life a lot easier. But okay. some of the happiest people don't, some of the wealthiest people aren't happy look at robin williams robin williams yeah. was completely successful made millions and millions of people laugh but still was unhappy with himself and mental um, mental illness yeah. is definitely real so we just lost the lioness around something happened with her phone so it's just yeah like, i saw yeah but most definitely though like i feel like that show that show it, it is a positive show, but I also feel like there was some people that should have been part of that show as well. Like, I definitely agree. Missy Elliott, like, I won't even think about that, but yes, Missy Elliott would definitely be a, um, a person to be on that show. Like, that was yeah. amazing. Um, you know who else? I think Eve should have been on that show as well. I don't know if uh... and Lil' Kim. I don't know. I, I I don't know whether Eve and Kim are on a because you know it was a, a show like he took her friends. So I don't really know if they were really friends. Yeah, that's why. That's why I don't day. know either. But it would have been dope if they had came together because they both dope artists. You know, definitely so. Ultimately, my one collab that I all, that I wanted to see from day one. Um, do you remember when? Freaky Girl remix came out and Lil' Kim had a verse and killed that verse on it. And oh, yeah. And uh, Nicki had a verse on it, too. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see Nicki actually not be a bitch and <laughs> have a whole song with Lil' Kim. Yo! Lil Kim, I, I'm saying, I, like, I wanted to see him do, like, a nice collab. It'd be great to get Nicki, Lil' Kim, and yo, Party B like I literally just said right that. Now. I literally just said that in my last show that Nikki and you get those four on a couple of tracks right now. Lizzo, Cardi B, Nikki, and Lil Kim. That shit will go down. Yes, I literally I just said that shit. Ladies Night remix with Lil Kim, Missy Elliott, Rihanna, Nikki, Cardi B. That'd be hot. Oh, even Megan, um, Megan, um, Megan Thee Stallion. Yo. Add her to the mix. Yeah, yo. I just saw her in concert. Um. Not last Friday, but the Friday before when she was in Virginia. Her mm-hmm. concert was absolutely, absolutely epic. Now, there's one more person I would like to add to this bunch. She is not as big as them, but because she is so underrated. And, I mean, I think it's because, I mean, she's a hip-hop artist and she's a white woman. But I don't know if you heard of Snow the Product. No, I'm not here. If you have not heard of Snow the product, look her up. I'm dead serious. She is like a female Eminem, a female Twister. Like Eminem Em and Twister mix. You just brought up Eminem. Yes. (coughs) (coughs) Which, no lie, 
I'm not gonna front with you. I'ma say that, and I'ma say it for the culture. Okay. Eminem, hands down, lyrically, is one of the, one of the best to ever do. Yes. Totally agree. Lyrically, totally agree. When it comes to lyrics, it is no one, and I stand behind what I'm about to say. It is no one currently, not Lil Wayne, not Drake, not J. Cole, not Chance. It is nobody, not Luda, who can see Eminem lyrically. Kamikaze was an amazing album. I love Machine Gun Kelly because he is a Cleveland Mm -hmm. native, born and raised. I seen this dude in person in 2016 when the Cleveland Cavs won the championship. I watched him hang from the East 9th Street sign off of a float acting a whole damn fool. Machine Gun Kelly is amazing. I, I feel like his rap skills is cool, but Eminem completely annihilated him. Most definitely. Eminem annihilated him. And I feel like lyric, lyrically, I feel like Eminem is the top. And then you, if I, if I rated him, it would be little one. It would be Eminem. He's in the top five. He's my, he's not, he's Eminem's my number one. Little Wayne, and then Ludacris because oh yes, slept on Luda. Ludacris. Everybody slept on Luda, but yes. Luda was one of the nicest dudes in the fucking game. Yes, in the two thousands. Period. Period. <laughs> I was in high school at that time. Yeah, he can still come on a record and shit on all of these little ditty bot rappers mm-hmm. that's out here now. <laughs> I appreciate the baby. I appreciate quite a few. I appreciate some of the new some of the new artists that's out. Yeah, I know you're Capricorn. Most Capricorns, we got we only got two well, one Capricorn that we kinda have shunned away from, but deep down inside I'ma say it and I'll care who to like it or not. That I feel love, and that's R. Kelly. Yes, R. Kelly. I'm not. I will not erase his music from my iPhone. <laughs> I might not get married and play "Step in the Name of Love." You know what? However, R. Kelly definitely hands out is still the king of R. Yeah, he definitely is. He definitely. Y'all is. cannot take that title from him because he is the king of R&B. Most definitely. I definitely, I definitely agree. Like R. Kelly. Like yeah, he, he definitely he has shaped, some issues that he, he needs to work a lot out, of and it really does date industry. all the way back to him being molested, which ties into the way that he treats women in a way that he thought things were supposed to be. Like, it really ties into all of that, the circumstance and the situation that he went through. However, he should have never let that define who he is as a man, because things that we go through as a child does not depict who you're going to be as an adult. Yeah, yeah you, you got to break the cycle at some point. And if you continue to let the cycle um, go on, then you are just as you are just as as fought as the person who committed that crime against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, that whole R. Kelly that I, <laughs> that's a whole nother episode on that situation because, like, I definitely think we still keep on listening to R. Kelly. But I know certain people, you know, say, oh, why are you still supporting all that kind of bull crap? I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that. I'm not talking about the R. Kelly situation with people just like I don't talk about politics with people. Yeah. I, when you yeah, talk about I, I, politics I gotta... with people, you really, it, it changes, it warps your perception of them. And it, it, sometimes it makes you see them for the person that they truly are or the person they were raised to be. 
mm-hmm. and it kind of just can screw up some friendships. I've lost friends behind politics, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. once Donald Trump became president. It because mm-hmm. I saw how vocal some of my um, Caucasian friends have become, and it got mm-hmm. to that point where it's like, if that's truly who you can support, then I don't really know that you truly support the things that I'm behind, like Black Lives Matter. Like the injustice system um, that's currently going on in the U.S. with the way black men are treated and looked at mm-hmm. in society. Like, no, if you can really be for Donald Trump, then you damn sure can't be for what I stand for. Yeah, yeah, that I definitely agree. And honestly, I'm gonna tell you something. My God, mom, she was dating this guy, and she was with him for a long time. But then she did not, I mean, maybe like two or three years, but she did not know he was a Trump supporter. She, when she immediately found that out, she ended it. <laughs> like, cause she was like, I cannot be with a man that supports Donald Trump and what he stands for. If you can support what he stands for, that to me, if you support Donald Trump, then you might as well support um, R. Kelly. <laughs> you can't tell me that you have an opinion about R. Kelly and the sexual things that has come with him, but you don't have an opinion about Trump, the sexual accusations against him, mm-hmm. and the shit that he's even said about crippled people, about black, white, well, not white, like everybody else. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And all his kids ugly, except for his daughter. She kind of ugly in her own right anyway. <laughs> yeah, his wife is definitely trapped in that marriage. It's like, oh, as soon as he, they're probably divorced, low key. Um, yeah, definitely. So she's sleeping with one of the um, CIA, the Secret Service agents. She got to. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna tell me you're around Secret Service. Because Secret Service got some attractive men. You're not going to tell me that you're around them and you're fucking the most powerful man in the world currently. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I totally, I totally nah, agree. it'll be fucking one of them. Because <laughs> laying with that big-ass blob of orange. You yeah, know what? <laughs> a small pet. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it's to be expected. I wouldn't expect Donald Trump to be It's Donald Trump. But yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Don, Donald Trump, uh, I don't even like Donald Trump is that everybody knows I don't fucking like Donald Trump to be honest and I don't think a lot of people really care for him anyway it's just I definitely understand what, what you mean like it's very tricky when you talk about certain things though you know what I'm saying because I mean I definitely could agree with somebody not want to deal with somebody that deals with Donald Trump and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to R. Kelly, of course, I don't even know if that shit is real. Even if it is real, that does not have nothing to do with the great music he brought into our world. Like, he made amazing hits that pretty much shaped up R&B hip-hop world. You know what I'm saying? Like he did. He did something for the culture. But this is the thing that this is the thing that kind of baffled me. Like I said earlier, I'm 33 years old. When that sex tape first dropped, I was in high school, maybe eight, maybe middle school, going to high school, like eighth grade, going to ninth. 
that isn't new news. So that's why I'm like, exactly. Well, I'm not knocking the Me Too, Me Too movement at all because it's definitely a movement that needs to happen. However, when it came to that situation, it was like, yo, we saw the video back in 2000. Anywhere between 99 and 2002. Mm-hmm. So with us in that video anywhere back then, why weren't we out right then? Mm-hmm. Why did we continue to let him make albums? Because Chocolate Factory was definitely made after the video. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, guess what? The family settled out of court mm-hmm. to make that shit go away. So let's not act like they ain't do it for the money. Exactly. Like, let's really not act like everybody is i feel like things happen when people are on a platform they got money things happen but then it's like oh bitch i see a bag out there being able to get on get got so let me go ahead and drop my story Mm -hmm. i'll use a more current one antonio brown with the first girl the physical fitness trainer that claimed that he sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. her said that he beat off on her back and ejaculated on her shirt without her like on her the back of her shirt and she didn't know that he that, that's what he was behind her doing mm. in his house said that he sexually assaulted her they and then fast forward to some months later they go out she goes back to his crib after the first sexual assault incident mm. you decide to hang out with the man who sexually assaulted you quote end quote and then um he sexually assaulted you that night fast forward a year later y'all hang out again he sexually assaulted mm-hmm. but he has text messages and documentation to say that y'all carried on a two and a half year on again and off again relationship and then the documentation came out that she was trying to start her home fitness company and that's why she was only suing him for $75,000 she originally tried him to try to get him to go on business with her and he, his investor told him his um financial advisor told him that it wouldn't be a great idea financially yeah but then all of a sudden as soon as he signed with new england you dropped this story talking about sexual assault and then once it's once he said he's willing to defend it to the highest power of law and counter sue your ass mm-hmm. you dropped all charges mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so it's like yo that's not, that's some sideways shit and i feel like it, it comes at a time that it's antonio brown yeah he's an asshole yeah he's arrogant but he's an athlete Whose fault is that? That's society's fault because y'all put him on that pedestal. Mm-hmm. I played baseball in high school. I ran track in middle school. I was in a band in high school. So I know how it is when it comes to, and I have family who were football players and basketball players, so forth and so on, in college and high school and some beyond, where that is like, yo, you treat the cele- you treat the athletes like if they're you already put them on a the pedestal from a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not regular citizens. So, don't get mad when niggas are acting out and doing stupid shit like driving fast. Oh, he's not supposed to be driving fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the nigga got a speeding ticket. You done gave out 157,000 speeding tickets. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? It's just because it's a celebrity that is looked down on? Mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. Oh, he's acting out. He's young with money. Nobody's there I, Exactly. Because everybody in their circle is enjoying the money versus really taking their or putting their uh, well-being at heart. Look at Whitney. Everybody around her knowing that she's doing coke or whatever it was that she was doing, but instead of telling her, instead of trying to help her and save her life, 
No, y'all want to make sure y'all take Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Prince. And that's the same thing with, like, Demi Lovato, too. Demi Lovato can, like, Amy Winehouse. If we really want to take it to a different spectrum so that maybe my other can understand where I'm coming from. Amy Winehouse. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Jackson, too, with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got Michael Jackson, all of yeah. that. Like, I don't like, that was never even proven. You know what I'm saying? And they... They still was trying to like put that on him, you know what I'm saying? And they still play his freaking music. Still you know to the day he died. He even even you figure that little um HBO was it HBO documentary that came out um <laughs> Surviving Neverland or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. Oh, like was it Lifetime? I thought it was HBO. Oh, maybe HBO sued them. Somebody sued against like I think Michael Jackson State ended up suing. Oh, and ended up winning. Yeah, no, I was talking about Michael. That was HBO, right? Mm, I, I believe it could have so. been on own network. I'm not sure. Okay, well, Oprah to me, that I had an opinion about her doing that interview. Played the interview she did with Michael, and Michael was one of her closest friends. Uh huh. That's that, like me being your closest friend. Me die, you die, and then I straight shit on you. Yup, that's fucked up. Nobody that, does as that friend. So Everybody do up. shit for a check. Yeah. Like she just, you know, she. Everybody yeah, chasing the check. She's in it for the money. So that that's 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 fucked up, to be honest. Like honestly, I have an opinion about Oprah. But I think I should probably keep it to myself because I do know, too, Oprah, and I keep Oprah. my opinion to myself about I overall I've loved I love Oprah's work. Yeah. I love certain shit that she's done. But she does However, not support her I fellow don't black. I feel like it's always for the betterment of the black culture. Yeah. She it, it, I'm not gonna lie, I did read I did read it, I did read an article today. If I'm not mistaken, or at least I saw a clip of her, I'm not gonna um, lines out, read the article. I did not read the whole thing. I saw a clip of an article. Yeah, I had to think about it because I saw it. I said I was going to read it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of time. But she just donated one point uh, fifteen million to to the Negro, some type of Negro fund or some something big. I, you know what? Community. That's nice and dangly. Oh, that's nice and all uh, money. I'm just tired of um, that's what that's rich people shit though. They throw money at their fucking problems. You know what I'm saying? I that's very nice. Like thank, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like she has so much of a powerful voice, and she to change can the game, help change. She can change the motherfucking game. Y'all don't. But y'all want to see more black people money. in movies and in movies and in TV. All we got to do is really get Tyler Perry, Lee Daniel, and Oprah. And you know if what? If they had their own network with nothing but black cast, mm-hmm. black directors, black producers, black cameramen, black, an entirely black staff, guess what that does? That creates a lane of its own yep. for the up-and-coming black actors and actresses in the world. And you know what? I think she should apologize to Monique, too. I, I feel like Monique is definitely doing an apology from all of them. Yes, because like dead ass Monique is a legend, and they pretty much shitted on her like she was nothing. Monique is blackballed because she know why she's blackballed. She called it out. Monique should be blackballed. She stood up for the fact that exactly. Gabrielle, I can't think of her last name, the uh, precious. Mm-hmm. It really stemmed from when it, yeah, send it back when they wanted her to go and um, promote. 
out of the country for the movie, mm-hmm. which she said was not her contract. So she she did like the movie did so well in the U.S. that wanted her to promote outside of the country. Okay, I'll do it for X Y Z, but you wanted me to not do anything else to go stop my life to come on go to another country to promote for a movie that's done exceptionally well in the U.S. without any type of extra funding, mm-hmm. without even like a promo kickout or any type of bonus. When technically it's out of my contract that that's what you wanted me to do originally. You only wanted it because the movie did so well. Mm-hmm. So now when I say something about that, you have an issue. The fact that Monique was going to be flown first class or when they did promote for the movie in the U.S., she was flown first class and Gabrielle wasn't and she said something about it. Now she's problematic. Mm-hmm. No, she's not problematic. This is the star of the movie next to Monique. Monique, yeah, she wasn't. Crutches was the star. Gabrielle was the star. Mm-hmm. Monique was the co-star, mm-hmm. and she did that the movie. movie. Was titled Precious. It wasn't titled Monique and Precious. Yes, and she did that movie. I'm telling you, she Monique did that role. Did she that did. Role. That shit made me hate Monique for a little bit. Like, I hated yes, Monique for a whole day. Monique, I, I, like, I didn't even think it was possible. <laughs> a whole 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, okay, yes. Lawrence Fitzburne, we hated him for being Ike. Um, Tyrese, I hated him in, um, when he played Jody, when he kicked the little boy for, or, over. Oh. I'm like, you ain't have to be all mean to the little boy. You know what? <laughs> oh, no, that was Snoop. You're right. That was Snoop. Snoop kicked this fork. <laughs> Fuck your Snoop, little fork, nigga. You know what? You ain't my son. I said, oh, that was harsh. Who wrote this? <laughs> yeah. But that was a great movie. But yeah, like, they did Monique Dirty and um. And you know, Monique was actually very hurt because she's saying that her and Oprah was like really close friends. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I had to bring that up because you was talking about like Oprah was friends. Well, what's his name? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's just really fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't really she handle things the wrong way, but she cover up by this. No, no, that's going to smell nice. And you know, and, you know what? Uh, I, I love Oprah. Don't get me wrong, but I don't appreciate the certain the things that she's been doing. You know what I'm saying? It pretty girl. much erases the positive stuff that she has done. You know what I'm saying? And you can't just keep on throwing money at people. I'm not going to I'm not gonna even say that. The, the, her donating thing to me isn't an issue. I like the fact that she donated. I feel like, and I feel like. It, we as people be like, oh, well, but I think it's a cover up. This amount of money, so they should have donated it. You can't tell nobody what to donate. Just like the pastor can't tell you how much to put in for your tithes and offerings. Don't try to count the next person's wallet, and that's but what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, but try it's to not count the next person's coins and be like, oh, well, I know that Beyonce's worth a hundred million dollars, so she should have donated ten million to the HBCU. No, she donated what the fuck she wanted to donate. Yeah, no, it's not about the money. amount. It's not about the amount. It's not the fact that she donated. It's the fact that why she donated. I think she donated. But generally, we can't. She was, we... Covering, she was covering herself because the whole, because Monique brought up a. Uh, no, this, Monique brought that up a while ago. I'm saying. Yeah, but there was a new. Just recently. I don't yeah, think there was a new interview. That for real. There was a new interview of Monique to, uh, talking about how hurt she was by Oprah. That was actually like maybe two months ago. You're not talking and, about the one with Steve Harvey. Um, that that was one of them. That's one of them. Yeah, but even Steve Harvey said then. He said, "Guess what? I'm gonna apologize to you." 
Because with me and you, with you being my sister, I should have came to you. I should have reached out to you. I should have talked to you about it. And guess what? That's all it would have took. We are so quick to listen, to respond versus listen to understand that it makes no damn sense. It's like, yo, that's how so many descendants happen because immediately we are listening to reply versus listening to understand what a person is saying or where they are coming from. If yeah. you actually listen to a person to understand where they're coming from, then maybe, maybe then you can understand. Yeah, because they're so quick to paint her as the angry black woman. They always do that to black, um, black darcy and women. Yeah. When they speak yeah. their mind, they're angry, they're bitches and stuff, and that is, that is wrong. You know what I'm saying? And that does has to change. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has a different personality. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... It's crazy. Like, they want to make it seem like she's just loud and you don't want to listen to her. She has a good message to what she's saying. She's standing up for not just for herself, but she's also standing up for other people that's fighting the same problem. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'm, like, I, like, um, Issa said, I'm rooting for all black people. Mm-hmm. I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm that 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 does not mean that, that and I'm gonna say this that does not mean I'm not rooting for white people or Asian, Filipino, Creole, whoever. I'm rooting for all people, but I'm definitely rooting for black people. Guess what? We've been held back. Black people have put we have put the where we currently are in the world. Techno techno technology technology. Mm. <laughs> um, hey, no, I was just saying technology. I just, you know, I'm hot. <laughs> All right. But technology and everything else has advanced so far, and black people have a tie into that. We have a tie into that. It's so much shit that we literally created that we still currently use to this every day in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's completely discredited. What you know, role was stolen from black people? Yeah. If we want to keep it a band, let's start to the most. It would start country. It's black. Mm. Guess what though? Oh, what? Someone white. It's actually the very first cowboy ever were white, like cowboys on the back of. I mean, excuse me, were black on the back of a horse. Cowboy mm-hmm. colors were black. So it's like, yo, what, what was that movie? Shit, and what was that movie? Society accepted norms. The Five Heartbeats. You, you seen that movie? Five Heartbeats. Of course, I've seen yes, that. Yes, that that that's a good example. Of what happened in that movie? They stole their shit and made that shit like that shit was crazy. You remember that shit? What is it? The scene when the uh, white people stole their song. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a good example right there. That's how shit be going all the time. All the time. Oh, Trinity College. Oh my God. I was like, no, it looked like a college or a university or something, but Trinity College. <laughs> so I see you out there working. I hear you working. It sounds baby. I, um, yeah, I'm, we, I'm out here in Maryland. Oh, oh well, okay. no, now I'm in D- now we in DC. You get out of Maryland so quick and end up in DC like immediately. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> I I got in the car. We were in Maryland. I blinked five minutes ago, and we're in DC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. 
Alright, bro. So we're I'm cutting towards the end of the interview. So once you introduce yourself again, tell them where you um they can follow you. Once again, this is Shaw the Model. You can follow me, well, Rashad Twainy. You can follow me on Facebook at Rashad Twainy. You can um I have a Facebook fan page, Shaw the Model. Instagram, Shad the Model, that's S-H-A-D-T-H-E-M-O-D-E-L. And um, Snapchat and Twitter, um, Mr. Put It Down 04. Hey. Hey. Okay. 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 I, I would love to have you back on the show. We anytime, bro. Anytime. There. Yeah, most definitely. It definitely right. was epic. Putting on for the epic. <laughs> I appreciate the love, man. I appreciate the support. No problem. All right, y'all. Thanks All right, y'all, be easy. Producing Epic Show. Much love. We out. Be blessed. your man epic you can also follow me on instagram introducing epic facebook epic 3000 snapchat introducing epic